Morning, everybody, and thanks for joining us online. Today is the second Sunday of Christmas, so Merry Christmas. Or does it seem more like 364 days until Christmas? I don't know, either way. You know, personally, I wouldn't mind doing what some other countries do. Uh, they give their gifts on January 6th, on Epiphany. The 12th day of Christmas is January 5th, and then the next day is Epiphany, sometimes called Three Kings Day, and that commemorates the Magi who came bearing gifts for the Christ child. I don't know if you got everything you wanted for Christmas, but on Christmas we received the gift we needed most. As the Apostle Paul exclaimed, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Let's pray. Lord, some of us, uh, for some of us, Christmas was hard. It reminded us of our loss it refreshed our grief. Comfort us. Draw near to us now, Lord, because we remember your promise to be near to the brokenhearted. Lord, for some of us, Christmas may have been a time of conflict. It magnified some family dysfunction. It left us wounded and weary. Soothe our souls as only you can. Lord Jesus, for some of us, Christmas was sweet. Our hearts are full as the family gathered to remember your humble arrival. Dear God, whatever yesterday was like, today we come hungry. We're hungry for your word. We're hungry for more of you. Help us remember how you've been at work in our lives. Show us how you've been guiding and providing along the way. Jesus, we pray confidently because you have reconciled us to the Father and we pray in your name. Amen. Today, our scripture reading comes from Psalm 77, which talks about the importance of remembering. Here are verses 11 through 15. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will consider all your works and meditate on your mighty deeds. Your ways, God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among the peoples. With your mighty arm, you redeemed your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. You know, I was thinking about this human ability to hold memories. It's an amazing thing, isn't it? How many memories can our brains actually store? Paul Reber, psychology professor at Northwestern University, estimates that because of the efficient way the brain works, it can store a million gigabytes of information, which means what? Reber says that if your brain worked like a DVR, you'd have to leave it on for 300 years to fill up a million gigabytes. Of course, storing our memories and accessing them are two different things. Try this. What was the first thing you ate yesterday? Do you remember? I, I would guess that given a little time, most of us could remember what we had for breakfast yesterday. But our memories are not perfect. We, we forget stuff all the time. I do. But we can strengthen certain memories by recalling them, by meditating on them, by talking about them, by, by writing them down. We can solidify those memories. Ask any teacher. And memory is important in our faith. 
Right now, I'd like to present the heart of today's message. Here it is. I remember the times God has been faithful in the past, and I believe God will be faithful in the future. The past predicts the future, and that's why our memories are so important. Let me say it again. I remember the times God has been faithful in the past, and I believe God will be faithful in the future. Psalm 77 starts with a lament, crying out to God in distress. It doesn't say what the trouble is. It, it could be an enemy attack. It could be a physical ailment, an economic disaster, or the death of a loved one. At times like these, we may find it hard to trust that God is with us and for us. But the words remember and meditate get repeated throughout this psalm. Verse 3, I remembered you, God, and I groaned. I meditated. My spirit grew faint. Relief didn't come immediately, so the songwriter tried again. Verse 6, I remembered my songs in the night. My heart meditated. And my spirit asked, and then we get a series of questions. Verse 9 even questions God's memory. Has God forgotten to be merciful? And it seems like the writer's answer is yes, that God has forgotten to be merciful. And then something changes. Verse 10 is the turning point of the psalm. Then I thought, to this I will appeal. The years when the Most High stretched out his right hand. God's right hand in the Bible represents his power to save. It's, it's often used in the Old Testament to talk about how God delivered their ancestors from slavery in Egypt. Again, in verse 11, the writer says, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. That's what we do during Advent and Christmas, isn't it? We remember the deeds of the Lord, his miracles from long ago. Now, remembering in this Bible sense is about more than recalling facts. It's about activating our imaginations and, and re-entering those stories. Verse 12 says, I will consider all your works and meditate on your mighty deeds. The children's pageant on December 12th helped me to imagine what it might have been like to be one of those shepherds watching our flocks by night. An angel scares us nearly to death and then brings joyful news of the birth of our Savior. I mean, how exciting would that have been? Faith always requires looking back and remembering. Yes, in the present, we may endure hardships and heartaches, but through them all, our faith will remain if we remember. I remember the times when God has been faithful in the past, and I believe God will be faithful in the future. Sometimes when I'm preparing a Sunday message, I struggle. I get stuck. Oh, what am I going to say? How am I going to say it? This isn't really working. It, it happens a lot, really. The thoughts and words just, they aren't flowing. Now, I used to panic when that happened, but not anymore. Instead, I just keep praying, Lord, show me what you want me to say. I know you have a message for these people that they really need to hear. So by the Holy Spirit, just keep pouring it into my mind and my heart, and I'll do my best to keep listening. You know, I pray that prayer more confidently than ever before. Why? 
because I've been doing this 40 years and God has not ever let me down. Sure, I struggle still, but I don't panic. I remember all the times God has come through and I'm confident that he'll do it again. I remember the times God has been faithful in the past and I believe God will be faithful again in the future. So what I want to end with is to invite you to start a new tradition between Christmas and New Year's, okay? Uh, this week, take some time to reflect on the year. I went through my calendar and, and social media posts for 2021, and it helped jog my memory about what happened. So here's what I'd like you to do. List your highs and lows for 2021. Can you do that? And then share your list with somebody. I put together a top 10 list of my personal blessings for the year. Want to hear them? Okay, then. The marriage of our son to his bride. Thank you, God. Writing a song for them and getting to sing it at their wedding. Thank you, God. Trish and I didn't get COVID in 2021. Thank you, God. Returning to in-person worship and staying open the rest of the year. Thank you, God. Trish and I spent four nights on Mackinac Island last summer. Thank you, God. All 22 Todd's offspring of my parents and all those associated with them, we all got together for Thanksgiving this year. Thank you, God. Reconnecting with my good friend Todd Bosiger, who sang here in July. Thank you, God. Having lunch with a couple of college friends I had not seen in decades. Thank you, God. Spending an afternoon at the zoo with my daughter. Thank you, God. Buying a car that is much kinder on the environment. Thank you, God. Those are my top 10 highs. What were my lows in 2021? I only come up with a couple. Uh, first, being disappointed that the pandemic is not over. <laughs> That's kind of discouraging. And then having a heavy heart, knowing that some in our faith family who left during the pandemic will not be coming back. It weighs on me. So there it is. I've shared my list with you. Who will you share yours with? But first, set aside some time this week to write down your list. Tell yourself, I will remember. Let's pray. Lord God, uh, we remember that you have been faithful. We read it in the scriptures and we have experienced it in our lives. You have been good to us. You have blessed us. You have guided us. You have provided for us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that's why we do not let our hardships and heartaches define our faith. Lord, when we are tempted to doubt your goodness, we do battle by remembering. Lord, we will not forget. We will remember. Lord Jesus, we love you and we pray in your mighty name and all God's people said, Amen.